Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to the show, 607. 60 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. I walked out in shorts at a, at a tank top. To come to the show today. No, I don't even own a tank top. I was going to say, no way you wore a tank <laughs> yeah, top. Come on. I've, I don't That'd think be funny. in my entire life I've ever worn a tank top. Not uh, even in school? No. no. Basketball? Really? Uh, oh, like a basketball jersey. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but not like a tank. Tankini a or A muscle anything. shirt? Yeah, Went no. Went to the beach in a tank top? Yeah, no, no, no. Wow. They did not have those in the Husky department at JCPenney when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, and I, can't, I, was like, I was like, oh, damn. So I went out and went back in and put on the long sleeve shirt and jeans. And here we go. Ready for another entertaining and hopefully informative show with you till 8 in the p.m. Johnny Kilbasa is going to join us with a fast food review. The U.S. birth rate is down. We'll go into that. And the Vice President Penn's coming to Atlanta on Friday. We'll tell you what the traffic implications. But as we kick things off every Wednesday, let's do this, Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us live from their palatial Midtown apartment, our two favorite millennials, the favorite millennial couple, I'll say that, Jared Yamamoto, the most handsome producer of all, a producery for the Eric Von Hessler uh, show, Doctrine, program, and his beautiful girlfriend, uh, Christina. How are you guys? What's going on, man? Good to be on again. We're having fun. Yeah, this, yeah so excited. This so is excited. as close to a Zoom meeting as I ever get because uh, I'm not important enough to do meetings like that. So this is uh, I get to see you guys on my phone. This is great. You're going to play Millennial Match Game. Uh, Jared is the producer of the Von Hessler Doctrine. Uh, Christina, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Yes, absolutely. I am 28 years old from Atlanta. I work for a retail organization here in the city. Love it. And you guys have been doing all right. Business okay? Don't You don't have to mention the retail organization. but. Yeah. No yeah, fear. Yeah, business is great. No Our fear of losing your great. job, right? You get you're good. I think I'm good. All I right. think, thank God, I'm okay. Because like <laughs> most of the cast of the Mark Aram show, you are the breadwinner in that couple. You definitely make more than Yamamoto. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Absolutely. Chuck, She's sugar mama. Chuck's, sugar mama. Chuck's wife makes more than him. Oh, so much more. Longoria's oh, wife yeah. makes more than him. I don't know about Deb Green's husband. Not at all. I work in radio. All right. So he makes more than you. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. So today's contestants, uh, Millennial Match Game, are going to be playing famous movie clips. That's the edition of Millennial Match Game. We're playing famous movie clips, and the contestants will have to guess whether or not the millennials will know... What movie it's from. Let's meet our first contestant, Jill. Jill, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much, Jill. I'm from Atlanta, working Midtown at the Cartoon Network, and I love your show, and I love this game. And I love the Cartoon Network. That's so awesome. It is awesome. After uh, after the pandemic thing, can, can the Bananas and I come over for a field trip and check it out? I'll give you a tour of both Cartoon Network, all of Turner, and Adult Swim. Oh, my God. Maybe you can reciprocate and give me a tour of I will. radio station. I'll get you a tour of WSB Radio, WSB Television, and Yamamoto's apartment. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> all right, thanks, Jill. You're going to be playing against Sean and Smyrna. Sean, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, guys. So happy to be here on the, on the radio. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm living in Smyrna. I work for a major... Shoe company. Ooh. I put it that way. So I'm I'm, I'm here just in. I, I love the show. You work for Keds. I'm guessing you work for Keds. Is that the is that no. the shoe company? <laughs> Not Keds. No, okay. no. I, work, I work for the other. I work for the other four letter. Oh, I'll all right. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Very cool. All right. Uh, so here we go. It's uh, the Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to you by my buddy Rocco at Rocco's European Garage. Famous movie clip. So I'm going to play a movie clip. You guys don't need to know what movie it's from. You just have to guess whether or not the millennial will know. Here's the first clip. Jill, uh, we'll start with you. Ladies always first on the Mark Aram Show. Will the millennials know what movie this famous clip is from? This is uh, this is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. Uh, does it run like on, on regular unleaded gasoline? Unfortunately, no. It requires something with a little more kick. Plutonium. Uh, plutonium. Wait a minute. Are you... 
Are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear? This sucker is nuclear? Jill, I know that movie. You certainly know that movie. But will the millennials know what movie that's from? I'm going to have a little bit of faith. I'm going to say yes. Pretty famous line, pretty famous movie. Millennials, what movie is that from? I'm going to extend a helping hand up to Tina. She's shaking her head at me. Yeah, I don't know I, this one. I, I know what it is. It's Back to the Future. That is correct. Good All job. Right. Have you never seen that, Tina? Have you seen Back to the Future? I've seen bits and pieces. Oh, I don't think I've goodness. seen it in its entirety. <laughs> it's a Yikes. classic. Don't watch That's... the sequels. Just watch the first one. All right, Jill had faith in the millennials, and she got it right. There's a point. Here you go, Sean. Uh, famous movie clip. Will the millennials know what movie had this famous clip in it? What am I supposed to do? You won't answer my calls. You change your number. I'm... I'm not going to be ignored. Uh, I'll play it one more time. One more time. What am I supposed to do? You won't answer my calls. You change your number. I'm, I'm not going to be ignored. I'm not going to be ignored, Sean. Will the millennials know what movie that clip is from? No. Yeah, I'm with you, no. Uh, Tina's looking uh, bewildered right now. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. I'll give you a hint. It's an 80s movie. Stars okay. a couple of famous actors. And okay. uh, that's all the hints I can give you. That's like no hint at all. Yeah. Um, it sounds like something familiar. It does sound familiar, right? Is it? It's it kind is, of sound like, um, oh man. You want me to take a stab at yeah, it? Yeah, take a stab at it. I think it's a 90s movie, but Sleepless in Seattle? Jared. <laughs> I don't oh know. That would have That would have been a hell of a twist on Sleepless in Seattle. No, that that is uh, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't, you don't need to watch that movie, uh, Tina. You don't need to watch that. All right, Sean is right. They did not know. All right, Jill Millennial Match Game Famous Movie Clips. Will the millennials know what movie clip this is from? The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Oh. And like that, he's gone. He's gone. Great movie. Unbelievable movie, Jill. But... The Millennials. I don't know if that was playing at Nick at Night when these kids were growing up. Well, the Millennials know what movie that's from. I don't know. I have faith in Jared for some reason. I'm yeah. Say yes. All right, Jared. She has faith in you, not Christina. Uh, not me, not me. <laughs> I just don't know you. I'm sorry. I listen to the, the Von Hessler there you go. doctrine. And uh, yeah, yeah, there Jill, we go, Jill. I would say the same about myself. It's okay, girl. Jared, oh do, you, do you want to hear the clip again, Jared? <laughs> yes, please. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. And like that, he's gone. I'll give you one hint, Jared. That actor in that uh, clip right there, Chuck uh, lived in his pool house for nine months back in 1998. Not funny. <laughs> I don't know if that helps you at all. Oh, man. I, I, I'm, Jared, I'm, I'm counting on I, you. I'm, no, I'm looking at you. I've guessed the last two. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. you got to take a stab at this one. <laughs> Frankenstein. Frankenstein is not right. It is the usual suspects. The usual suspects. <gasps> With uh, Chuck's old roommate uh, as the star there. Chuck is not happy with I me, I did right? not live with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin Spacey from The Usual Suspects. Oh. All right, no point for Jill. That's all right. Uh, Sean, here you go. Will the millennials know what movie this clip is from? Oh, it won't load. That's weird. All right, I'm going to have to skip that one. All right, this one's even better. Will the millennials know what movie this clip is from? <laughs> We'd have more luck playing pickup sticks with our butt cheeks than we will get the flat out of here before daybreak. Oh, what a great movie. What a great line. Will the millennials know what movie that's from, though, Sean? No. Not a chance. No. Uh, millennials, I'll play it one more time for you. <laughs> We'd have more luck playing pickup sticks with our butt cheeks than we will getting the flat out of here before daybreak. One of the greatest comedic actors of all time. Sean, is that is that your phone, Sean? You got us on speaker or something? Oh, I'm, I am on my Bluetooth. All right, take, take off the Bluetooth uh, and, and get back to me in a second. What do you think? Will the millennials know what movie that's from? Tina's seeming confident over there. Well, they didn't guess yet. They didn't guess yet, did they? No, who's up, Deb Green? I'm so sorry. Sean, uh, I, I took him off Bluetooth. I'm sorry. Sean, I'm off I'm Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Oh, much better now. Will the, will the millennials know what movie that is from, Sean? No. All right, I'm with you. No chance. They should know, but no. It sounded like a clip from Home Alone, like when they're stuck at the airport. <laughs> We'd have more luck playing pickup sticks with our butt cheeks than we will get in a flat out of here before daybreak. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, you already guessed, Sean. Millennials, I need an answer. Do <laughs> you know what movie that's from? It's, oh, man. Uh, You're on the right track there, Tina, with Home Alone. I'll tell you that much. Okay. This guy was in Home Alone. Yeah. I know the actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not Chris Farley. No. Not Chris no, Chandler. 
Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, and I. Uh, All right, time has expired. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles with uh, yep. the legend John Candy. John, John Candy. Candy. Yes, good job. Yep. All right, Jill, you're up. Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Here's a famous movie clip. Will the millennials know what movie this is from? Hear your names, Mr. Brown, Mr. White, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Mr. Blue, Mr. Mr. Orange. Oh, I know what that is. Pink. All right, Sean knows Jill, but that's not the game. Will the millennials? Yeah, <laughs> will the millennials know Jill? What do you think? God bless it. No. Yeah, no. I think this is. I think this is a weird time. I think they were like in third grade when this movie came out, and there's no way Christina's mom let her watch this movie. Uh, what movie yeah. is that from, guys? I actually Where knew the Wild Dogs. Oh, <laughs> Sean gave uh, the I, answer. I knew what it was, though. Believe it or not, it was on Netflix recently. But appreciate it, Sean. Appreciate it. Reservoir Dogs. All right. Uh, I don't know if that should count. Sean, you can't give the answer for the millennials. I'm sorry. But I think Jared would have gotten it anyway. All right, Sean, you're up. Millennial Match Game Famous Movie Clips. Will the millennials know what movie this is from? Yep. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. No. You say no. Perhaps the movie I've seen more than any other movie in my life. Millennials, what movie is that from? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is correct. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. Have you seen that yet, Christina? I have. I okay, have good. Seen it. All right. I think you might be lying, but that's okay. All right, Jill, you're up. Millennial Match Game. Will the millennials know what uh, famous line this movie's from? Man who catch fly with chopstick accomplish anything. Man who catch fly with chopstick accomplish anything. What do you think, Jill? Will the millennials know what movie that is? Yes, they better know. All right, very famous 80s movie, The Millennials. What movies? I, you know, I'm going to play that one more time for you. It was a quick one. Man who catch fly with chopstick accomplish anything. Oh, accomplish anything. What do you think, millennials? They're huddling up back there. <laughs> yeah, we really are. We're, uh, Isn't it a Ugh, I'm scared I, to say it. I, I think you've got the I think you've got the wrong decade though. I do. Yeah. I think well, it was in the 80s. Think it out loud. This won't count as a guess. But think out loud for me. No, because you're gonna make fun of me. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. <laughs> um, Jackie Chan. It's like a no, no. It's, <laughs> yeah, Jackie Chan's the 90s, dude. 90s and 2000s. I, I, I get, think it's Karate Kid. Karate Kid is my guess. Yes. That's right. Is that the final guess? Yeah, yes, that's yes. final answer. Karate no, Kid. It is Cha-choo! not Karate Kid. It is Jackie Chan Climbs a Mountain was the name of that movie. Uh, so yeah. I was right. No, I'm kidding. Of course it was Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I saved you, Tina. I saved you. Good job. Good job. Uh, at least you had an Asian guy. You knew the guy was Asian there. I'm breaking up with this guy. All right. End of round one of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah Green? We are tied at 2-2. All right. Final exciting round of Millennial Match Game coming up. Right after this, uh, Jared and Christina, our favorite millennials in Midtown Atlanta. Jill and Sean, the contestants on the phone, doing great. It's Wednesday. We're having fun on the Mark Aram Show. Final round of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Deborah Green, who is up and what is the score? All right, it is 2-2 and it's Sean's turn. Sean, here we go. Famous movie clip edition of Millennial Match Game with the Millennials. Don't movie this is from. What you want to do with it? He got a little pretty mouth, ain't he? That's the truth. You're going to do some praying for me, boy. And you better pray good. He's got a real pretty mouth, Sean. Will the Millennials know what movie that is from? No. Heck no. Jared, Christina, what movie is that from? I think I know it. Go ahead, Jared. No, I... Is it Deliverance? That is Deliverance. Yes. Oh. yes. Good job. Jared. All right, Jill, here you go. Uh, will the millennials know what movie this famous clip is from? Not the man I knew 10 years ago. It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. You're not the man I knew 10 years ago. It's not the years, honey. It's the mileage. Will the millennials know what movie that is from? No. Millennials, what do you think? Uh, Tina, I'm leaning on you. <laughs> Harrison I know, Ford. I, I like the line. That was Harrison Ford. I'll give you a hint. Okay. Uh, uh, Air Force One. Air Force One. No, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Jill gets the point. Here we go. Uh, Sean, will the millennials know what movie this famous line is from? Did you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. Unbelievable line. Did you ever have deja, deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so. But I'll check with the kitchen. No, I don't think so. No. Millennials, no. what movie is that from? Uh, not a clue. That is the legendary Bill Murray film, 
Groundhog Day. That's the end of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score, Deborah Green? Ended up 3-3. 3-3. We got a tie, but that's okay because we have no prizes anyway because of the Rona. Uh, Jared, Jared, tell the folks about your podcast, buddy. Hey, the Power Pod. It's a weekly recap show where we cover the current events of the week. You can grab it on all your favorite podcast providers. It's me, Randy O, Tina, Nicole, all the millennials at WSB, all combined forces. All our favorites. Thanks, as always, guys. We'll catch you next week. We'll be right back after news, weather, and traffic. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Hey, this is Anderson Cooper, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. I come from Vista. 6.38.57, chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Coming up at exactly one hour, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Speaking of food, second evening in a row, guys, I had two uh, New York-style hot dogs for dinner before the show. What are you doing to yourself? Well, that's that. I'm, I'm killing myself waiting? is what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. This uh, Through the whole Rona, the pandemic, I've been eating Horribly. I have gained so much weight, it's unbelievable. And apparently, I'm not alone. The average American has gained five pounds during the pandemic, according to a new study by uh, Fox News that they're reporting on. Um, they blame it on uh, higher consumption of alcohol. Uh, I think 60% of Americans are drinking, have, have been drinking more during the pandemic. Half that's me. Uh, yeah, half is Chuck. <laughs> half of that 60% is Chuck. Uh, a lot of us are moving to comfort foods like breads and pastas. And the third factor, I'll call it the Deborah Green factor, a lot of folks not being able to go to the gym. Not that you've put on any weight, Deb Green, because you do not eat. But, uh, you know, you add it's those safe. up, people drinking more, people eating more uh, delicious comfort foods and not being able to go to the gym, that one didn't impact in my... It's only five pounds. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm going to say I gained 20 pounds. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, no, whatever. All the banana yeah, bread. whatever. Yeah, Stop. seriously. No way. And here's the, the only reason why I say that, I'll weigh myself tomorrow, because right before the pandemic, I was like, let me diet and get into wedding weight, because mm-hmm. we were going to do our engagement pictures in April. So I lost 20 pounds going into the pandemic. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, I lost it. I'm like, God, calories don't matter now. What is that, Johnny Kilbasa, the triple Big Mac? Okay, I'll get to it. So I've been, I fell off a cliff as far as eating. So I, I'm I'm the same weight now as I was in December. Okay. But I'm 20 pounds heavier than I was at the end of January. Gotcha. Because I, I mean, I crash dieted and I lost 20 pounds and then the Rona came and forget it. You, Deborah and uh, Longoria look the same. I don't think you guys have gained. Have you gained any weight, Chuck? You no. mean Chuck? <laughs> no, what, do I look like that? No, I, can't, I mean, I can't, I'm not really no. looking at you. No, I haven't gained any weight. You, I saw you wearing skinny jeans the other day. That was a surprise. I not wear skinny Longoria. jeans. Longoria. From Yamamoto? Did you get them from him? Stop it. That is a <laughs> have lie. You, have you gained any weight, Longoria? I've been about the same. Yeah. yeah but I have not been eating well. Like, <laughs> yeah. obviously, yeah. But, I mean, we weren't eating well pre-pandemic. No, I was either. kind of eating a little bit better yeah. than what I might. Now, I'm just, I don't care. I do. You, I do. Give me that. Eating bananas once in a while, I which do. I, I just find finished is, one a while. Ago. Yeah, that's I, is I that eat a, at least one a day. What is that? Doctor's orders? Your no, wife's orders? Just I, my I, own from Doctor Joe. I treat it. Try <laughs> Doctor Joe. Said I, I try to even uh, eat an avocado and a banana a day. Really? Just right. a raw, like a regular, like out of the, scoop it out of the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I eat it like that. Really? Yeah, I had one last yeah, night. Great. Just put it in a tortilla, put some cheese on it. Put yeah, in a what? A tortilla. I like avocados, but I've, I would never consider just eating one out of the. Oh, they're the, great. The rind. Yeah, I ate one for lunch shell. today. Put a little salt on them sometimes. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. A little salt and pepper. They're, they're they're high in uh, calories, but they're healthy. They're good super for you. Super protein, good fat. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a superfood. Uh, Good so for I, cholesterol. I just want to know if, if people are like me and have gained an absorbent amount of weight during uh, during the COVID. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. I'm, I'm legitimately, after Memorial Day, because I'm going to pig out over Memorial Day, right? I mean, that's just the way it is. I'm going back on, on the diet plan. So, Deborah, you haven't increased your caloric intake, I'm assuming. I but you have so. But you haven't been able to work out. You don't look like you've gained I any mean, weight. I mean, I've been doing exercise at home as much as possible, but yeah. not like I could at the gym. I don't. We don't have a scale in the house, so I don't know. But, I mean, I'm sure that I have if I, I did weigh myself. I bet there's some change there. All right. Well, the the best test will be put on your latex outfits tonight and see if uh, you can still fit into them. I could try that. Yeah. And if not, I'll call Christina. There, <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, 65% of those polled in the survey by Fox News, by the way, there's 2,000 uh, survey participants. 65% admitted to taking a break from their exercise regimens. And I don't know if that's like Deborah was doing exercise at home. 
but not going to the gym. I don't know how many people just threw in the in the towel. Maya is continuing. She she her gym has closed, but mm-hmm. they're doing the virtual workouts online. Oh yeah, yeah. So Maya's been been working out. Bless her heart. Leslie's been doing pretty good. She has to take the girls out for walks because they'll go crazy. So she's gone on a, like two walks a day. That's the only exercise I get is is doing the walk. So I, so I just want to know if you guys are packing on the LBs like I have, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Before we check traffic, uh, I want to ask Doug Turnbull a question. Doug, we got word that Vice President Pence is coming to town on Friday. Do we know any details and what kind of impact that will be on traffic? Based on what I've seen from the, both the official announcement and uh, AJC's Greg Bluestein, all we know is he's coming into town to discuss with Governor Kemp about uh, different things about the coronavirus. They haven't said where that's going to be or if he's going to fly into Dobbins or Hartsfield. In the past, most of the time, Trump and Pence have come into Dobbins, so that's affected the downtown right a little bit less. And if it's just so the last time uh, they came in was to go to the CDC, and that was that nightmare commute where I was actually late for the show. With just the vice president, will we still see interstate closures no matter where he arrives or no matter where he goes to? Uh, Certainly, especially on the arrival. What's interesting, though, is they closed things a lot less on his departure when he came in November than they did versus the president. So it's really interesting to see the disparity, but you'll definitely see at least rolling closures probably on 75, 285 and wherever they connect to if they go to Buckhead or the governor's mansion. Not exactly sure where that meeting will be. And it'll also be the Friday before Memorial Day, which won't be like in the past because there are still people sheltering in place. But we do expect there to be a good bit of traffic out that day, especially if the weather's good. And we will cover it with Atlanta's best traffic, of course, here on WSB. Doug, if only there was a good traffic app that folks could download. Do you know of any? I've been told that the Triple T Traffic (laughs) Alerts app, which is free to download, has our automated, uh, our our traffic reports that we record that that play automatically when you drive near them, and also you get push notifications when those interstates shut down. My man, Doug Turnbull, heading up your afternoon drive traffic. We'll come back with your calls, 404-872-0750, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Survey says the average American has gained five pounds during the coronavirus pandemic. I have, at minimum, tripled that five pounds. Uh, how, how is your gut holding up during uh, the Rona? 404-872-0750, wsb talk Bo joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Bo. Hey, Mark. How's it going, y'all? Excellent. What's going on, brother? Oh, just uh, on my way home from work, and I have some comfort food. I got some Mexican food for me and the wife tonight. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, putting on the weight, uh, I haven't been working out nowhere near as much just because all the gyms are closed and my gym has been closed in my hometown. But uh, I definitely have added the quarantine 15. The 15. Uh, All right. That seems about that seems normal to me. For me, that seems normal. And is it just like for me, it's like I I used to kind of watch what I ate. Like, oh, if I have a bad meal the next day, I'll have something healthy. But now it's just like it's almost like uh, Mad Max. It's like I just got to survive. It doesn't matter what I eat. I'm just going to eat horrible and get through this. Yeah, def- definitely. And the the Grub Hub is Cali bum. It's uh, it's way <laughs> too convenient to sit on the couch and like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take any risk. I'll let somebody uh, pick up my food for me. So the other and, day uh, I'm ordering. Uh, I guess it was Sunday and um, Woody's cheesesteaks. They brought them in here before. They're amazing cheesesteaks in in Atlanta. They're now available on Uber Eats. And I've got like the Uber Eats Platinum account or Eats Pass or whatever, which is like no delivery fee. So I'm like, oh my, let's get some cheesesteaks. And then I, I filled the order, and it's like, well, if you spend $2 more, you'll save this much. I'm like, all right, I'll get another sandwich. And then it's then that boot bumped me up, and it says, if you spend another dollar fifty more, you'll get So I'm like, <laughs> I wound up ordering four sandwiches. Wow. And, but it was good. I, I ate one for lunch. But that, that, I mean, that's why I've gained 20 pounds. I'm eating cheesesteaks twice a day. Jason joined us in Buford. Jason, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going? Excellent. What's up, buddy? Man, I had the opposite effect, really. Um, I've... Because of this, you know, we were furloughed in my job for five weeks. Oof. And um, so I spent very little money. I went from I mean, eating restaurant food 14 times a week or so to eating restaurant food, none at all, getting a lot more sleep, uh, drinking a lot more water. I mean, so all, all that com- combined, I lost like 15 pounds over that furlough. Wow. See, sometimes if, if you're watching, like not eating out and eating at home, for me anyway, when I do that, sometimes – it's it's cheaper to get food that's bad for you, no, or or not great for you. So like, if I'm trying to save money, I'll eat a lot of spaghetti because it's really cheap, and I'll eat a pound of pasta, which is not healthy. So how have you been able to eat healthy while at home and and save money? 
Yeah, when we stocked up, uh, we got a bunch of frozen vegetables, a bunch of canned veg, you know, so things that were generally uh, long, long lived in the freezer. Yeah. Um, and then just, uh, wait a minute, I'm eating pasta and rice too, but it's just, I think <laughs> it's a little different. Is Mixed? Just, Do you mix no, pasta and rice? <laughs> separately, of course. But, okay, you know, good. I think the main factor is the rice. Are you, Jason, are you still furloughed or are you back to work yet? Fortunately, uh, we were able to go back to work last week, so good, I was back good. To making money, so that's good. All right, keep your chin up, Jason. Uh, your, your singular chin. I have multiple chins now, so I have to keep uh, multiple chins yeah. up. All right, dude. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Uh, Michael's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Michael. Hey, Mark. How you feeling today? Excellent. What's cooking? Well, I uh, just to let you know, I went and got uh, tested today for my very first time, and it was quite interesting. Well, first of all, you don't have the results yet, do you? No, no. They said that if I'm lucky enough, um, I can go to their website and I can get the results off of the LabCorp website. But um, no, I went and got tested today, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Is it, did they do the one where they stick the Q-tip way up your nose? Yeah, but they didn't do it. I was told that the nurse would do it, and she said, no, we have no PPE equipment. You have to do it yourself. But oh. she watched me do it, and I stuck it in both, and it was, wasn't was as bad. My eyes did water, but I didn't have to shove it way up there. Yeah, I'd rather but do it myself, too. R- real quick, Michael, because we're up against the news, um, did you just get tested for the heck of it, or were you exposed, or do you, you feel sick? Why well, did you? I just I I'd heard that my I'm going to be able to go back to church in two weeks, and I wanted to make sure that I get tested. Where if I am positive, I want to give these two weeks to where I can still go back to church in a couple of weeks. That's very very cool of you. I hope you test negative. I hope you get to get back and enjoy church. And and thanks for sharing the story with us, brother. Uh, we'll come back more of your calls. Have you gained the COVID fifteen or more? Americans averaging a five-pound increase during the Rona. 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. My whole family here tonight, Deborah Green, the executive producer of the show, Longoria, who is uh, getting ready to eat his burrito from Bell Street Burritos. Stoic as always. Yeah, can't wait till 8 o'clock. Take out window. Low T. Chuck screens your calls. Oh, Coming up tea. in 30 minutes, Johnny Kibasa with a faster review. Talking about the uh, Corona 15. I've gained probably 20 pounds during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, according to uh, an article by Fox News, a survey of 2,000, Amer- 2000 Americans say the average weight gain during the Rona has been five pounds. Uh, I've gained way more than that. The rest of the banana has been holding steady. I'm proud of you guys. You're doing what you got to do. I'll try. So I guess if I gain 20 really and there's four of us, that averages out to yeah. five pounds see? of peach. Yeah, so see, there you go. Perfect. I'm, I'm You're carry- holding up the average. I'm literally carrying the load <laughs> for you guys. Yeah, it's like school. You're yeah, the smart guy. You're exactly. up the average. We grade on a curve here. Have you gained or lost weight during the coronavirus and, and why? I also want to talk about this story that Deborah Green found for us tonight. Uh, talking about the birth rate decline in the United States of America, the birth rate right now, Longoria, is the lowest it's been in 35 years. Wow. Five straight years of decline. And uh, despite Chuck with baby number two on the way. Right. I'm doing my part. He's, Chuck is pulling his weight, <laughs> literally. Uh, the birth rates are down. Uh, so the general fertility rate was 58.2 births per 1,000 women ages 15 to 44. Uh, a lot of this might have to do with marriage rates. They're the lowest they've been since 1900 with 6.5 new marriages per 1,000 people. So I'm going to try to up that number, hopefully, in September. Uh, but a combination of lower marriage rates, and I think the younger generation is just not interested in having kids yet. You know, when when I was in high school, it was, uh, I wouldn't say it was common, but 
I knew a lot of girls that started having babies like right out of high school. One had one in high school. Uh, <laughs> or a couple had one in high school. Yeah. But it was like just excited. Yeah, and, and you think like when I my parents were I think twenty seven and twenty two when they had me. Uh, that was the norm. Like you, you, as soon as you get married, you have a baby. Um, and I think that is not the case so much anymore. No. And you got, you got like, look at Jared and Christina. Like they've been dating for, I don't know, like five years. Yeah. And they're in no hurry to get married. They're in no hurry to have children. I think it's a, it's a change of the mindset and it's kind of mimicking what we've seen in some, some other nations. I know in uh, Italy, the birth rate is really low. The population very old there. That's why they get hit so hard with Corona. And in Japan, like the average age of, of a Japanese person is is way older than the average age of an American person. They they are older longer, and they don't have as many kids. So I think, um, I think there's a lot of contributions to this birth rate. Do you think that's good or bad that the birth rate is going down in the U.S.? I think it'll pick up after the Rona. <laughs> yeah, we'll all see these people in quarantine. We'll see a little, you think little baby boom nine all, months from now. All gonna, I hear is people boomers. not getting along because they're spending so yeah. much time together. <laughs> they didn't parents, realize that at first. <laughs> parents going crazy because <laughs> they're around their kids. I don't know that they want to add another one to the mix. But they have. There's still, you know, makeup nookie is still a thing, right? I mean, even if you fight. Makeup nookie is that that's still a thing? Yeah, I, yeah. I would assume. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. You don't want to comment, Longoria, on, on, on your it personal is in my life? house. Oh. Yeah, make, makeup nookie is is still a thing, uh, but you and you have to have a fight in order to have the makeup nookie. Don't want to miss out. on I'm it. not going to say that phrase anymore. <laughs> it hurts my ears to hear it. Uh, so, your thoughts on on the declining birth rate in the United States, and is that a good or a bad thing, or is this just a blip on the radar? Will we see? Uh, the the birth rate increase as time progresses. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mac joins us in Stone Mizzle. Mac, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Uh, hi, how you doing? Excellent. What's going on, brother? About, about the, uh, I, I, I can't, I, I put on weight. I was doing 300 sit-ups a day before mm. this stuff started. I've messed my arm up because I'm using a brake air rifle shooting squirrels and eating them now because I ain't got nothing better to do. Oh, no. How do you, you can't get a job. You can't find toilet paper. I mean, you know. Let me let me I ask you a question, Mac. The, Mac, yes, hang sir. on. Hang on. Um, what's what When you shoot and kill the squirrels, how do you prepare them? You, I've, I've been told squirrel stew is the way to go. Is that what you're doing? I don't know. I'm putting them in a the Ziploc bag, stick them in the refrigerator for a week, letting the game get out of them, and then throwing them on the grill. If grilled squirrels. They're, they're very good. They're better at chicken. Let me uh, let's bring in Chuck from uh, from the great state of Montana. Chuck, any uh, comment on Max uh, dining options there with the squirrel? I won't say it's better than chicken, but it is a it is a suitable substitute if necessary. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't know if I leave them. I don't leave them for a week. I usually marinate them, cook them right away. But. Yeah. Wh- why do you leave them in the fridge for a week, there, Mac? I watched it on YouTube, and that's the way the guy told me to do it. So. All right. And then <laughs> I, mean, just, I know there's better ways, but, you know. So after the grill, do you put barbecue sauce on them, or how do you? No, do you... Just, just, just clean them and throw them on the grill and just cook them up. You want some gopher, Emmett? You remember that no, scene? No, in, uh, no, no gopher. No, no gopher. gopher. I was thinking about squirrels the other day. I think I mentioned this on the air. Maybe I didn't. So behind my house, uh, there's a mulberry tree. It's a great tree. It's got the mulberries growing on it. Did I talk about this yesterday in the air? Not yesterday, but right. I remember something about a mulberry tree. So I was sitting on the, on the back porch with Bosco, drinking coffee this weekend, beautiful Sunday, and the mulberry tree is right behind my house. And there was like six squirrels and like 20 birds just chowing down on the mulberries. I mean, it was it was like... Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom in the back of my house. Like, they were getting along. It was like the watering hole in Africa where all the animals come. That was my mulberry tree. And and I was thinking, I'm like, oh, look at the cute little squirrel. It's so adorable. If you take that tail off, that cute tail off, that squirrel is just a freaking rat. Yeah, bushy-tailed tree rat. It's a, it's a <laughs> rodent. Yep. <laughs> But that, but but genetically, they got that that tail, which it's makes them cute. so cute. <laughs> yep. So like, who doesn't love squirrels? They're adorable. <laughs> but without that tail, it's a rat, my friend. Squirrels are fearless too, by the way. Those dudes just and gals. I mean, there's both sexes, yeah, Longoria. I don't obviously. know if you knew that. There's I two do. sexes. Of I didn't squirrels. think they were unisex. They they just jump from tree to tree like they don't care. And I've never seen a squirrel miss. You know, I've never seen a squirrel misjudge the jump. 
and gold yeah, is probably not happens. around anymore. I, I, I mean, but I, <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. They didn't last long. I, I just I think it's a very rare to see a squirrel miss in nature. I have to be a really dumb squirrel, very klutzy squirrel. Uh, Russ joins us in uh, beautiful Gainesville, Georgia. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, you ever eat squirrel? No, but I'll tell you something. Um, when when I lived in Cumming, mm-hmm. there was this old kind of redneck guy I used to hang out with. And uh, I went over there. He had a trailer. I went over there. And I said, what is that? There was something, you know, on the stove. It was, you know, battered. Looked like He said, chicken, get your piece. And I ate a piece, and he said, that's possum. Oh, that I couldn't do. That yep. I, I'd never done it before, but that's what I, I, tr- I had some. Yeah. Chuck, you ever had possum? That, to me, is something that I wouldn't. Uh, no. If uh, I had to, sure, whatever. To live. But- yeah, but not by choice. No. What about in uh, Texas, Longoria? I know armadillos. Is that do do people eat armadillos? <laughs> I've never eaten an armadillo. No, that's not a thing. Yeah, armadillos so. too. No. I uh, I'm a big proponent of uh, evolution. I, I really think that's what's going on. And maybe and and my theory is, you know, God made the animals, but they have evolved. God is allowing them to evolve. Whatever. I'm a I, I believe in evolution. I think it's true, except for this one thing. Possums have not like they've got to learn to stop going on pavement. Like they they should evolve to realize don't go in the road because they get killed all the time. At one point, are the possums going to evolve the the knowledge like oh pavement bad? <laughs> I don't think they, they have a choice. I, mean, I guess they just don't last long enough yeah. to tell the next possum yeah. don't do it. Yeah, it's not a long enough lifespan. Is that it? Deer are the same way. You hard mean, to pass along that knowledge. What, what, how are deer going to evolve? They're going to become camouflaged more so well, Chuck can't shoot them. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh, you mean shit. yeah? So they don't get hit by cars. I mean, there's deer that run out in front of you. I asked you to find this phone call a while ago. Who me? Yeah. Oh. Um, this it wasn't this radio show, but it's a famous call. Some lady called up uh, a radio show <laughs> and, and the deer crossing. Yeah. If you can find that, Longoria, or Deborah Green's finding it right now, it is the greatest call in the it's history of radio. It, better than anything you've ever done, Russ. And I, that says a lot. Because <laughs> I don't know you, what you're talking about. Are you talking about something like from the early 80s? I don't, the guy yeah. Called, he catches the yeah, deer. Yeah, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't spoil it, Russ. I'm going to play it on okay. the air. All, okay. right. All right, Russ, okay. listen. Have a great night. Enjoy uh, your possum, my friend. So you're gonna play that tonight? Yeah, we're gonna play it long As soon as we okay, get cool. loaded, we'll play it. Uh, we'll play it coming up. Okay, cool. All Thanks. right. Thanks, Russ. Love you, buddy. Uh, Ron is in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Ron, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. Good to be here. Well, so great to have you. Deal. Ron. I want to tell. I want to tell you about weight. I'm the luckiest guy in Atlanta, and here's why. I go to hot yoga every morning at 6 a.m. So they shut it down. But my teacher said, you know what? Maybe we could do Zoom classes. And I said, I'll set you up on Zoom. So I got to go every morning for three weeks because I was a technical guy. You were the IT guy. Nice. I was the IT guy. Someone I talked to the other day that would surprise you, Deborah. I can't remember who. One of our coworkers does hot yoga, and it, it blew my mind. I was like, really? It was not someone you'd expect. What's the benefit? Why do you love hot yoga so much, Ron? Well, I wrestled for 14 years, so it's like a throwback. I'm an old guy now, but it's like going to wrestling. But anyway, once you get into it, it's so joyful to be in that hot room and sweat for an hour and a half and do these postures, and it's just relaxing. And so you should try it because you could lose that 20 pounds that you gained real fast. Well, unfortunately, at 6 in the morning, I'm on television, so I can't take that 6 a.m. class, but... um... I would... No, no, no. They have classes. They have classes all day. <laughs> so the people that are doing it Zoom, what, they do it at home. What do they just crank up the heat in their house? No, they don't get to do it hot. And uh. I don't know. That's up to them. But I tried it on Zoom because I went to the beach, and the beach was pretty hot. But it it wasn't like being in the hot room. Sanjay's wife yeah. is uh, an expert yoga teacher. I'm gonna get her on there. I don't know if she does hot yoga or not. I just, I have, I mean, it's stretching, right? Is that basically just it's stretching? It's a lot of stretching and posing. I think the hot is supposed to help you sweat more, which is supposed to get rid of your toxins, things yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Bobby's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Bobby. Hey, how are you? Excellent. What's going on? Good. I've got a comment about the population. Uh, how many abortions are there every month? Um, the on, the, on the Mark Aram Show or in general? 
girl. I don't. Thank I don't you. think that the. I mean, I'll do the. I'll, I'll find the numbers. I don't think the number of uh, abortions are increasing that significantly. I could be wrong on that. I mean, they, they've been going on for decades, though. You know. Uh, I know. I know, and that's the reason I thought well, the there's not being many babies born because of the abortions. That that was my thought. Interesting. I'll check. I'll check the numbers on that. I'm not sure if we've seen an increase. I actually think we've seen a decrease in the number of abortions over the last five years. People just not having that makeup nookie, Chuck. Except for you. Clearly, I'm the only Chuck one. is repopulating the planet one by one. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about uh, uh, the population decline, the birth rate decline in the United States of America, and the uh, Rona 15. How much weight have you gained during the pandemic? 404 872 1-800-WSB Talk. This is the Mark Arab Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725 on the Mark Aram Show, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Chris uh, joins us in beautiful Sandy Springs. What's going on, Chris? Hey, I got to give you a little bit of a hard time. Love it. Look, Go ahead. Possum and possum on the half shell, <laughs> a.k.a. armadillo. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong. Squirrel, rabbit. If you if you can cook it, boil it, it's not bad. I I've had rabbit before. I'm not a I, I like rabbit. Rabbit's okay. I I tell you what, they, if you if you made me possum and didn't tell me it was possum, I would probably eat it, enjoy it. But knowing going in it was possum, uh, I I yeah. would I would pass on that. I'd rather eat uh, squirrel than possum. I think the thing that killed me. I went to Spain in '84 or '83, '84 for the uh, uh, back then. It was the it was the World Cup back then. This this great little restaurant right off the of Piazza um, was it was called Great Dane Hamburgers. They were the best thing I ever ate. The Great Dane, uh, like as so in good. a dog, as in dog burgers. Wait a minute, that was the name of it. Was okay. Great Dane. When I asked them what the meat was, it was horse. Yeah, I've had horse burger. It, and but it was man, it was good. Is, I'm not gonna lie to you. Is there an I'm animal, a horse lover. Chris? Is there an animal you wouldn't eat? My my dogs, my pet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm glad you have a line somewhere, Chris. I'm not gonna eat Fido. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Steve's in Austell. Steve, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing? What's what, going on? Mark? How are you, Steve? All right. This is my second time calling you. This is why our birth rates are going down. This is what's going on. Our culture is going to crap. Our country is going to crap. That no, is why no, the... our culture. Oh, culture. culture. Okay. Uh, so know, how we deal with each other. Interesting. I think I think something can be said for the digital age we're in right now, right? I mean, if in back in 1983 when Longoria met his wife, they weren't chatting online. They weren't right. uh, sending emails. They were hanging out. They were going to the movies. Longoria was taking her to Whataburger. That's right. Now it's a, it's a more distant society. I, I think there's a number of factors. Uh, but it's it's pretty uh, eye opening the fact that this is the uh, the lowest birth rate in the United States in decades, and it keeps climbing five straight years. It keeps dropping five straight years. When we come back, more of your calls plus Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Rosie Perez, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 736, 57 chilly degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananae with you till 8. Is that the plural, banana? Bananae? Makes sense. Do you know that mushrooms are not a vegetable? Uh, yes. Yeah, they're a fungus. Yeah, I learned that from Maya. <laughs> Holy hell. Well, I, I mean, I knew they were fungus, but I thought that would still be qualifying as, as a, a vegetable. vegetable. But vegetable, it's, it's not a vegetable. No, yeah, no. Yeah. So when you think you're getting, oh, I'm getting veggies on my pizza, and you're getting that mushroom? No, you're getting fungi. Anyway, Mark Aram and the banana with you till 8 in the p.m., uh, 404-872-0750, wsb talk Don't forget, if you're looking for a job or have a company that needs help, we have you covered with Atlanta is Hiring. Find a list of positions ready to be filled in the metro area. Go to wsbradio.com and submit the open positions your company has or scan the jobs already posted. I think we just had a new opening yesterday. Did a new opening pop up yesterday? What's that? I don't. 
A new, <laughs> yes, new I think oh. there was one. Was yes. there? All right, yeah. So there's always new jobs popping up. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we had a new opening coming come, in, come uh, yesterday. Anyway, uh, back to the phones. We're talking about the declining population rate and my increasing waist size. I've gained at least 20 pounds during the COVID. How about you? Teresa, always a fan favorite in Kingston. How are you, Teresa? Just fine. I was just getting tickled listening to y'all. Thank you so much for, for enjoying the program and for calling and listening and everything that you do. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, to, I was going to say... Uh, I remember when you had those three Twinkies. Oh yeah, <laughs> I did. You remember that? I hadn't had a Twinkie I in like that. I hadn't had a Twinkie in twenty years, and then one on Saturday, I just crushed a whole box of them. They're tiny. They're not that big though, so I, I didn't feel oh. too guilty. But uh, I have seen a squirrel fall. Oh, you've seen a squirrel miss the tree jump? Mm-hmm. It was a young one, and, it, and I got two right here, right across the street from me, and he, he. Uh, a branch had fallen down before that. Yeah. And he thought it was still there, and he fell and plop. Was he okay, though? Did he get up and, and keep walking? He got up slowly. Yeah. And then kind of looked around like, hope nobody saw that. <laughs> and then, then <laughs> Teresa's there laughing or laughing her head off at the poor little guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, it was such a monumental event. Yeah. I had I, to, to tell somebody. Well, you I'm, know. Gl- I'm glad we brought I, it up on the show today, Teresa. That's. I hope the. I hope the squirrel's okay. I hope he he turned oh, but out I was okay. I'm going to tell you about the population thing. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Rush Limbaugh. He uh, uh, brought up a thing about worldwide. You know, different deaths, things from people dying from different things, mm-hmm. the numbers. And you know what was the biggest one? What? Nine million deaths from abortion Nine. worldwide. Did we get the numbers yet, Deborah? I, th- I honestly, I think that abortion numbers are going abortion down. Abortion rates overall in the United States, because all okay. the for the United States but have been down year. overall. Okay, so yeah, but yeah. last year worldwide nine, nine million. million abortions. Well, I, I don't that even, flipped me out. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that, Teresa. But at least uh, the good news is you you passed along the squirrel story. So last so last year in the United States. The abortion rates were trending down. I think that's going to be because, I mean, we've seen all the studies. People are having less and less uh, cozy time, as as Chuck describes it. Cozy time. Cozy time. Uh, you know, snuggle time. Ears, man. Less and less snuggle Snuggles. time. And, and, and another, as an aside to that is, so if, if you go back, generate, let's go back to the 50s, all right? There, were, there was nothing that you had three channels of TV if you were lucky, right? Yeah. You go to the movies once a week. There was nothing to do but... Have cozy time. Right. Now in 2020, you got Netflix, you got the Mark Aram show, you've got Pond City Market, which is reopening on Friday. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot more stuff to do now than there was in the 50s. Like, uh, your favorite, the Beltline? The Beltline. I mean, you got the Beltline. I think I've seen people have cozy time on the Beltline. (laughs) I'm sure somebody has. Uh, Rhonda's up next to the Mark Aram show. How are you holding up, Rhonda? Hey, Mark. How are you? Excellent. What's going on? Oh, I'm just making my way back to Dalton. I just wanted to make a comment about the uh, whole COVID thing. I probably gained about 10 pounds myself, but that's just from stress eating because uh, still having to work. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to find some of the essential groceries. But my husband and I have started raising our own quail and rabbits to butcher and process. Uh, now I I know people that raise rabbits, but how do you raise quail? You put them in you keep them in cages? Uh you get the eggs and then you put them in incubators and then you put them in a um a box until their feathers grow out about 3 weeks and then you put them outside in cages. See, I to me the quail, I understand why you're raising rabbits. You can get a decent meal out of a rabbit. There's not enough meat on quail, right, Longoria? Like, you and I would need, like, six of them. (laughs) Yeah, quail are tiny. Yeah, I I mean, I appreciate that you're doing that. And if you gave me, uh, you know, a quail to eat, I would eat it. But, I mean, there's just, there's not enough meat there for me. That seems like a lot of, a lot of trouble for, for little, yeah, for basically you can get wings down at uh, Walmart. Yeah. I'm not judging you, though, Rhonda. We, I, I'm not judging yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's fine. We have about 80 right now, wow. and the oldest ones are about uh, 12 weeks. Don't you get so, attached to them, though? Like, like I've, I've got a girl that I went to high school with that her and her husband raise rabbits, and they do it, like, they live on a farm in Goshen, Connecticut, and I always say to her, like, don't you get attached to the rabbits? She says, oh, yeah. 
all the time. She she will pick one out of a litter and make it a pet, and then the others get sent to Never Never Land. Never no, Never that, Land. That doesn't bother me. All right, fair enough. Uh, Rhonda, be safe. Always a pleasure, my friend. Happy Memorial Day weekend, too. Indeed. Early uh, happy Memorial Day to you. Uh, quick Memorial Day update. So I am going to be off on Friday evening and Monday. So I'm off Friday and Monday. And then all next week, we are filling in for Eric Von Hesser from 9 a.m. to noon. So adjust your uh, schedule accordingly. 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, oof, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Yeah, Mark, you just take some eggs and put them under a light, then they hatch, and you just stick them in a box for a couple weeks, and you got quail over there, because I'm wrapped in bacon, I'm here for the chicken, I'm covered with cheese, I aim to please take that egg. How many quail would it take to fill up one Johnny Kilbasa? On a good night, if I was really going for it, I could give you five. I could give you five. Give me a couple bottles of ranch, maybe some uh, nacho cheese sauce, and I'll rip them to shreds. I don't you think it way more than that. Yeah, I think I think you're underselling your appetite, Johnny. They're uh, it's like eating Tweety Bird, like that's that's the size of the quail. I think it would. We're talking about a good dozen quail to, to satisfy Easily. Johnny Kilbasa. But, oh, but I was thinking Cornish hens. I get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Cornish hens are bigger. And for the record, though, if Johnny does dip his quail in ranch dressing, that might be a culinary first. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think, I don't think many people scared. are doing the quail. <laughs> in the, and, you try. No, I, listen, I would never question your food judgment, my friend. Uh, what's going on? What do you got on the menu tonight? Mark, this will be the last time we talk before Memorial Day. When I think Memorial Day, Mark, I think of chili cheese dogs, and I thought I'd just mm. whip around and tell you all the places or some of the places in the fast food world that have chili cheese dogs in case you forget, Mark. Because when I think of Memorial Day, I eat a lot of hot dogs. That's what I just what I do. I've had hot dogs for dinner the last two nights, so I'm already prepping for Memorial Day. Okay. Did you grill them or did you just stick them in the microwave? I'm, I, so I, my, I told Maya last week, I was like, ah, oh, I really miss New York City hot dogs. So she went and found at Publix uh, the Sabrettes. Uh, red onion sauce, which is what they serve on the hot dogs in, in New York on the carts. So she got sure. me buns, hot dogs, and the sabrettes and spicy mustard. And I've had two of them for dinner the last two nights. They are so good. It, you guys mm. got to try that red onion sauce. By yeah, the way. my mother-in-law is buying me some. It's so good. I told her. It's to. so good. I mean, I love hot dogs of all of all varieties, especially the chili cheese dog, Johnny. So I'm going to eat chili cheese <laughs> dogs where this Memorial Day. You can eat chili cheese dogs at DQ. They've always had a good chili cheese dog. There's a place called Cookout. they got a few places around Atlanta. They always have a good chili cheese dog. If you want to go just little dog, you can go with the chili cheese pup from Cristal. Yes. If you want to go the other direction and go foot long, you can go over to Sonic. Of course, Checkers has some. Of course, Zesto's has some. Of course, Five Guys has some. Of course, the Varsity has some. Yeah. So if that's not a three-day weekend for you right there, <laughs> I don't know what is. Longoria and I, yeah, here's what we're going to do, Longoria. Okay. We're just going to get an Uber X. Okay. No, no, an Uber XL. Okay. We're going to need a big one. Right. And you and I are just going to hit every single one of Johnny's Chili Cheese Dog places. I'll start at the Varsity because those are the classics. But I forgot that Five Guys has a, has a chili cheese dog. Those are good, and I've never had the one at Cookout. So I mean, we we're gonna do, we'll do some damage this weekend. I'm down. Heck yeah, Mark. And if you if you got another minute, I know that about this time of year I lay this on you. But if you remember that I wrote an epic poem about chili cheese dogs a long time ago. I mean, if you got thirty seconds, I can lay it on you. Do we fast. have thirty seconds, Longoria? We have plenty of time. All right. Oh, did you find that that phone call though? I did. All right. We'll play that. All right, you have you have a minute, Johnny. Go ahead, my friend. The Ballad of Me versus the Twin Chili Cheese Dogs by Johnny Cobasa. They called it Stormy Monday. Was that the case or what? About 2.30 p.m., I realized the storm was in my gut. It seemed a fortnight since I last had partaken in repassing my 117th cup of coffee. Might have surely been my last. But then I scraped up all my chains with a shovel and a broom, counted up my currency and made haste to the luncheon room. When I entered into the hallowed hall, I was overcome with fright, a feeling washed all over me that this may be the night, or afternoon for that matter. A little voice inside my head told me where to go, Pass the soda, chips, and gum to the end of concessions row. Though a voice made me stop and stare at the machine slash living hell, there stood the downfall of my soul, the sandwich carousel. I pushed the button and made a spin, displaying all its wares for me to buy and heat and eat, despite co-workers' stares. There was but one menu selection I swore to never eat. One deviant dish so horribly gross, wouldn't you not if it was meat? 
or meat byproduct for that matter. And of course, the voice inside my head made me make the carousel stop with the forbidden fruit directly in front of me. My jaw just dropped. And then time stopped and presented for the 20,000th time the $1.50 twin chili cheese dogs, and I had 15 dimes. I stood and stared for what could have been hours, maybe days, and stared at the perfect twin bread of plastic on which my sanity laid. From within the very pit of my soul, the little voice said, please. My mouth began to drool as I realized these twins had extra cheese, imitation cheese for that matter. Before I realized my hand was in my pocket around the dimes, it numbered 15 exactly the amount to make the twin dogs mine. And as if no time had passed at all, I looked at the machine's display. $1.40 had put down the slot. I was one butt dime away. As the 15th dime slipped out of my hands and down my destiny's throat, I realized then that the twin chili cheese dogs were more powerful than I hoped. I could fight no longer as the carousel compartment opened wide. I bowed my head and grabbed the pack and opened up one side. As I watched them spin around inside the industrial stretch microwave, I could only wish that I'd been stronger as I headed towards my grave. In retrospect, I knew I should have never tried to ignore the tasty dish that ruled me. Quilt twin chili cheese dogs. Nevermore! Poet laureate of the Mark Aram Show. We appreciate you as always. And... If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And listen to the Sausage Talk podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. So Johnny doesn't know how long a minute is. We've, we've learned that. He doesn't have... All right, we don't have much time, but I want to play this phone call. This wasn't on the Mark Aram show. This lady called this radio show wanting to know why they place the deer crossing signs where they do on the roadways. Over the past few years, I've been involved in three separate car accidents involving deer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the population and everything. Um, Each of these incidents, they've occurred shortly after I saw a deer crossing sign on the highway. Well, my frustration is that Minnesota and North Dakota Departments of Transportation would allow these deer crossings to be in such high traffic areas. I mean, I didn't see them on the interstate. Why are we mm-hmm. encouraging deer to cross at the interstate? I don't get it. That's such a high traffic area. I mean, you, you know, I understand that deer are wild animals and they need to travel across the streets occasionally to survive and now, of course, to find food, but um, it seems to me that <laughs> so irresponsible of us to allow these deer crossings to be in areas where these deer are so likely to be struck by oncoming traffic. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Um. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, you think they would put deer crossings maybe, you know, in, you know, smaller towns maybe during a like at a at a school crossing that lady thought that the deer were crossing because there was deer crossing signs and she's like, well, why can't you put them somewhere else where there's a less likely chance they're going to get hit <laughs> if he tries to explain it to her unbelievable i'll play that whole thing tomorrow god that's the greatest call i need that call the only thing close to that was the apocalypse now call from back in the day <laughs> uh we'll finish up it's the mark aram show on 95.5 wsb atlantis news and talk Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. We went long, only time for one last call. Our buddy, the jazz man, Sonny's on the show. Sonny, real quick, my friend, how are you? All right, and you? Excellent. What's going on? Well, I've been listening to your show. I'm a little disturbed about people talking about eating possum because (laughs) one of my heroes... My idol was a possum named Pogo, who was in a a new a comic strip by Walt Kelly many years ago. Wow, that's going and back. And he, he, I consider that Pogo one of the great philosophers of this modern era. Of course, that's along with Casey Stengel, who also was a, the manager, one of my heroes. Hey, real real quick, uh, Sonny, because we got to run, but I ordered your book on Amazon. I got it delivered, and I can't wait to uh, to enjoy that. And then after uh, the coronavirus, you get uh, to come in studio and tell us some tales. Oh, I got millions of them. You can go through the book and pick out your favorites. I will do that, and we will not serve you possum when you come to the station. Okay, okay because... Pogo Possum left us one phrase I think we all live for in that comic strip. He said, we have met the enemy, and they is us. They is us. Sonny, a pleasure. Stay safe, my friend. Thank you, sir. All right. There is Sonny, the uh, the jazz musician. I got his book on Amazon. 
Uh, I haven't read it yet. I want to. Yeah. Um, I've been too busy eating yeah. to do any yeah. reading. Just eating. Uh, let's do Star of the Show. Longoria. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Since uh, I'm literally pulling all the weight on the show, I've gained 20 pounds when you guys haven't gained anything. My fat tush is going to get started the show tonight. Uh, we got a full show tomorrow. Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. Uh, maybe we'll play Know the Bananas or something. I don't know. We'll come up with something. We'll come up with something tomorrow. Uh, we will continue this conversation, as we always do, on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Don't you eat pretty, baby. You and me and the devil makes three. Don't need no. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.